Welcome, everyone, to a Mexican and Heretic Follow the World. We're your hosts and surrogate fathers, Juan and Ben. Today, we'll be discussing don't get married. Don't do it. Marriage is a wonderful journey. But like all great journeys, there are highs, lows, someone almost dies, many near misses, and someone will say, what just happened? You know, and, and we're not trying to say don't ever get married, but on this episode, we want to explain but to you. But we are. <laughs> well, to some people. Yeah, to the lazy people. To some people, the lazy gonna, people. If you're going to be lazy, the beta males. The beta males. Beta males. This is for you, beta males. This is just for this is this is your hit single, beta males. <laughs> don't get married. <laughs> don't get married. Because you don't want to get married if you don't want to grow. I mean, it, it will be so frustrating for you if you get married and you're just like, well, I'm lazy and I don't want to do anything and I'm just going to let my wife take over and lead everything. Your marriage will not end up the way you hoped it would. Yeah, I think it, uh, marriage does not allow a man not to grow. If you're going to get married as a man, you have to be willing to grow. It'll force you to. Well, or just completely reveal that you're a, a complete beta male. Well, that's true. I guess that was the other option. But if you want to be a true alpha male and, and grow, marriage is going to make you go, okay, you got to step up and you'll have to step up to the occasion and go, time to be a man and, and handle business. And so we've got three points we're going to make about this. Uh, well, let me ask you this. This, uh, this is just the thought that came to my mind. Okay. And we don't really necessarily have to discuss this, but I just want to throw it out there into the ether. Can an alpha male actually be an alpha male if he's not married? Sure, he can. How? I don't exactly know. I have not journeyed the alpha male path. This is going to be something we're going to have to discuss in later. We're in, going to have in, to figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. This I'll have to I'll have to think on that because I've never really thought about it. But uh, I, I think growth is definitely a major part of being an alpha male. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to grow and, and pursue a journey. So I think you can do that single. Can you Maybe. really though? Can I you? See, but I haven't uh, thought about. Anyways, we're I'm not going to make an absolute it just, statement. It's it just, a good thought. It's a great thought. It just got me into this rabbit hole. But anyway, let's let's I just, focus. I can't make a, an absolute statement yet, but we'll we'll come back, swing around to that one when we've had time to think about it. We'll uh, circle back. Circle, circle back. back. Yes, sir. But not in this episode. <laughs> so, uh, so growing. Yeah, you got to grow together. That's that's my first thing for marriage because it, it is absolutely wonderful. Like I said in the intro, it is a wonderful journey. But like all journeys, there is nothing but growth. You you know, watch Lord of the Rings, for example, that movie. Man, those guys were just happy being, you know, at their place. And then three movies later, they're laying on a rock ready to die. You know, <laughs> there was a lot that happened between the beginning and the end of that series. And. And, and, it, and you've got to grow. And, and so the harsh reality is that one person usually still will want to grow and the other will settle. I've seen this. And, and I've observed that if the man is growing, it seems like the woman will follow him. She, she, she's like, okay, good, he's growing. I'll follow. She might just follow his path of growth, but she'll still, okay, let's go. Um, and, and I've observed... Um, that if the woman is growing, usually the man becomes frustrated 
or reveals the beta he's always been. <laughs> and then his wife will start to control him and try to control everyone around oh, that's, him. That's a, that's a horrible You've seen this. Yeah, you see, yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it. We, you know, you, you come, you come as you live in society, you may come into uh, contact with, uh, I don't even know what you would call those wo- women that are married, but they're the, they're the main hen, whatever. So they're running the, they're running their house and they have a husband, but the husband is just, you know, just quiet, he's present, providing a paycheck, doing you know, whatever she just, wants. There's a little slight glimmer in his eye of hope that maybe one day she'll change or something. he'll change, not he'll change that he'll change. Cause the frustration becomes not necessarily with her, but it comes, it becomes with yourself. This is true. As far as like not being strong enough, brave enough, or courageous enough to actually lead your home. Yeah. You know, you do just enough to check the boxes of like, I'm doing my part, you know, but it's not this, this marriage thing, which is supposed to be a beautiful journey of two people going out into the wilderness and exploring and creating something new that will echo, echo for all of eternity becomes into this business transaction. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, I went to work for the day. I did this. I did that. Yeah. I took out the trash. I did my part. And it's, it, man, it's just, but man, when you see that, that dynamic couple and it's being led by the man because he's growing, he's got passion in his heart. He's, he's staying up late because he's hungry. He's, he's, he's in that mode of growth and learning and, and becoming better. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's it's powerful and it brings security to the woman as far as like I can be myself or I am protected. I'm going to be taken care of. And, you know, it, it's just it's, it's a beautiful thing. Well, and it's inspiring to see that couple where the man's taken off and he's just go, 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 go. And the woman's like, yeah, I'm growing, too. I'm following him. Like just by default, her following him is growth for her. And. It's a like you said, a very beautiful journey. It's a beautiful thing. And so, you know, we're talking about growth. So what do you do to grow? Well, you got to discuss your goals. You got to make plans and follow through with them. Because if you make, you know, everyone discusses what they want. You know, you're dating. You're like, what do you want to be? Oh, I want to I want to get my degree in this. And then I want to live in this place. And and I want to work for this company and, and I want to travel and all this stuff. It's like, okay, you've discussed the goals. That's great. You have ambition. She sees it. And she's like, all right, this guy's going somewhere mm-hmm. or, or this girl's going somewhere too. But this is more for the men, you know, cause we're guys. This is how we see our perspective, but she sees it. And she's like, okay, this guy's got things and, and you're making plans. Well, what are you doing? Well, I'm in school right now to get that degree, to get that job, to live in that place, to, get the money to travel the world and do that thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. You've made the plans. This is great. This guy, he's got stuff he wants to do in his head. And, and sadly the hardest part is following through with them. And you met the guy who he went to school, he got the job, he, you know, uh, lived in the place and now he's traveling the world. And like you said, it's a beautiful journey and it's inspiring. But what happens when you meet the guy and he doesn't follow through with the plans and the goals. You know, he 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 got somewhat through them. But, the, oh, I just, I don't know. We just, you know, I just, I realized that this was too hard, so I quit. 
oh, you know, I really just, it wasn't for me. Okay, well, what is for you? Well, you know, I didn't make any new plans. It's like, okay, so you lost your desire to grow. You lost your ambition. You lost your drive, man. What, what changed? You, you were on a good path. You know, and it, it's like, you know, brother, you're down. <laughs> let me help you up. You know, let, let's get you back on a path. It might not be what you wanted when you were 20, but now that you're a little older, maybe we can kind of redirect, get you some new paths, new mm-hmm, goals. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't care that you wanted to do all these things and you didn't necessarily achieve it. What she cares about is the fact that you had goals, plans, and you were following through with them, and then you stopped. Because mm-hmm. my plans changed. All the goals I had when I was 20, they're not really the same anymore. They, some of them are there, but they're more material-based. But my goals have, have expanded and become greater than anything I thought they could ever be. And, and, and they're wonderful, great plans. And, you know, this podcast, it, it's a great journey. It's a great plan. I never thought I would be doing a podcast 15 years ago, but yet here I am. And... And so that's, you know, you got to follow through with your plans because if you don't and you just kind of stop and you just stay at the job you hate doing, living the life you hate and dealing with, you know, all that comes with it, you're just going to be in a constant state of stress. I, I think the growth is, is the thing that inspires us and brings us joy, that struggle that I'm, I'm, I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm pushing. But when you get that reward, Oh, doesn't that just light the fire that just, it just sets you off. You're like, all right, let's go do a bigger plan next. You know, let's, let's expand this. Let's see where we can take it. Yes. Yes. Um, I love that, Ben. I love that. That is, that is so true as far as that, and that having that growth and that's, and that, and that fire inside of you, it's so key, but you know, I want to speak to you as far as the guy out there that might be like, man, but, Okay, that's great. That sounds great, Ben. How do I do? You sound like you're motivated. You got it all good, man. You you can probably go on a two week fast and not worry about it, Mister So and So. You probably got blue eyes and blonde hair and look like Thor. Okay, whatever. Pick up Neil Murray. I don't care. <laughs> and you're the guy over here that's trying to just pick up a regular hammer. So, if you are that guy, don't worry about what you haven't done. And don't worry about, do not get focused on the failed dreams, but look with inside of you because there's still a spark. Every man carries a spark. Oh yeah. And the key, and I think this goes back to another topic that we're going to talk about with this. The key with this is having the courage to communicate your dreams with your spouse. One of the big things that I see with men and how they become beta males with the marriage is they allow that spark to go dormant or they get beat up too much. They get, you know, the life slaps them around one too many times and they just like, you know, what's the point? But as men, life is going to slap you around. And the whole purpose of being an alpha male is being that man. It doesn't matter how many times they slap you down. You're still going to keep on going forward. It doesn't matter how many times you get shot in the back, how many times you get stabbed in the back. You're going to be, you're going to move forward. Every man that I met that fits into that criteria, when you hear their story, they have that. Oh, my business partner betrayed me. Oh, my first wife, you know, cheated on me. Oh, this happened to me. But is that, is that he never gave up on the journey. 
and in reality, that's what your wife is looking for. And I think going back to the title of the message, don't get married. If you're not willing to do that, or maybe you don't have an understanding, maybe you've listened to this podcast. You're like, nobody's ever told me this. That's kind of the point of this podcast. We're talking about things that we didn't really know. I didn't know this before I got married. Nobody actually told me. He's like, hey, um, it's not just about sex and, you know, having somebody next to you. It's you're going on a journey. And your wife is looking for that person who's going to be the one who takes on the hits on the back, who takes that hit on the chin and keeps on moving forward. You know, um, there's things, you know, and, 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 and even with this, Ben, as we're sitting down talking about this and talking about the journey and talking about communicating with your spouse, people did tell me about it in a way. And they all, they kind of warn you about it, but you don't really believe it until you actually get into it. And I'm thinking about here as we're sitting here talking about marriage and we're talking about like, we're, we're giving the advice, don't get married if you're not willing to commit, if you're not willing to grow. I think that's the big takeaway with this. It's not, there's going to be, there's a little bit of humor with our podcast. There's a little bit of humor with what we're trying to say tonight. But I guess the point that I want to make sure that we get across is that understanding what marriage is. Um, because there's a lot of people out there who get married for the very, for the wrong reasons. You know, they, they treat it more as a business contract than an actual uh, covenant. I don't know if you want to g- talk about a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and marriage is very rewarding, but all things worth having require hard work. It, it's a, it's a real truth, you know, and you think about a couple let's say in their twenties, you know, they go in, they get married and then they're just ready to build this life together. And so what do they try to do? Well, you know, they, they get that how they want to get the house, you know, let's get the house. Let's have the kids. Okay. That's admirable having the kids, you know, but then the focus, uh, sadly doesn't focus on building their emotional, mental, and spiritual life together. Oftentimes they think, we need to focus on building our material and physical life. Let's let's get the house, the cars, go do the this, that, and the other. And and that's not bad to have those dreams. But like you said, when it becomes that business transaction, you know, and you're not emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, you know, pulling along, it it, it leads to this division and feeling of regret and loneliness, and then you know. Why am I in a marriage, but I feel alone? Why, why am I not fulfilled in this marriage? Why am I not having what this other person has who's not nearly as successful as I am? You know, what do they have that I don't? And it's that, that desire to connect mentally, emotionally, and, and spiritually together that, that sparked, like you talked about, that growth. And, and it's, a, it's a sad reality is off more often than not, I, I see it, you know, people happen, they, you know, they go, what happened? You know, I got everything I wanted. Now, 20 years later, we've been married and I'm still not having what I thought marriage was going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about it before the podcast, as far as the, what was the reason that people use when they get divorced? Um, irreconcilable what is it irreconcilable difference which is just a load of crap it's just that's just, just we quit trying yeah that's that's basically what you're they saying they should rename it we quit trying you know my wife and i we just had our ninth anniversary um 
a few weeks ago and I got up early in the morning and turned on our video of our, of our wedding day. And, and I was, uh, when, when her and I got married, my one thing that I demanded, I was like, we got to write our own vows. I wanted to write my own vows. And I went back and I listened to my vows and I'm like, man, I need to update those. Cause now I committed, I did. They're good. They were good, but I didn't commit enough. Looking back, I committed, but I didn't commit enough, which is kind of a crazy thing to think, you know, it's like, um, but we going back to like just a business transaction, when you're doing a business transaction as a business, you put things in there to cover your butt. Well, if you betray me, I got this in place to cover myself, you know, but with marriage is the opposite. You have to go all in. So when that person betrays you, it's going to hurt. That man, that, that, that I just gave up when you give up, that's not actually a marriage. I mean, did you, did you actually go into this thing with the mindset, I'm going to give it my all, or did you go into this thing with like, Hey, I'm going to try because so many people get married and like, they treat it as a business transaction. Hey, first let's focus on our finances. Let's make sure that we got the house. We got this, we got this right. And then what happens? You get old and then you get to the age where you can't have kids anymore. Or something happens. But the big thing that, that hits me, it's the spiritual aspect. If you focus on the spiritual, if you focus on the communication, if you focus on actually connecting with that person, amazing things will happen. Provision will come mm-hmm. that you don't even know about. Yes. You know? But when you try to do things on your own, is that you're trying to do things on your own. And you're still two individuals working as individuals, hoping to work together. But the purpose of marriage is to come together and create that synergy where two forces create a, a force, a power that's stronger than the sum of the individual forces combined. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's... No, no, it does, because what you're saying, a business transaction versus a marriage. Yes. And, And if you work for a business, you're never truly attached to that person. You know, speaking business-wise, you're still co-workers, manager, employee, whatever, or employee, employee, whatever level you're at, there's still competition there. You're still a struggle against each other, and and you're not fully committed. Yeah, you might work really well together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you might be a very successful team, and people are like, watch out, here comes the dynamic duo. But are you truly married to, are you meshing, are you becoming one Mm -hmm. the way you were intended and part of removing that competitive edge and absolving yourself of being individuals and becoming one is vulnerability and that's that's key you men need to be vulnerable women need to be vulnerable and not watch the notebook and cry vulnerable but truly open up and communicate which is our third point so good segue we you need to communicate with each other. I mean, that's learning to communicate with your spouse will be your greatest asset. And you'll find that whatever you are going through, your spouse will probably be thinking about also, maybe not at the level you're thinking about it, but I've been kind of going through stuff in my head, thinking about it all day and I'll, or week or month or whatever. And I'll finally tell her, she's like, yeah, I was kind of thinking about that also. And I don't know what to degree she's thought about it, but she kind of already knew something was up. 
she knew something was going on. I was kind of making moves. I mean, you're living with the person. They're going to see you. They're going to know something's up. They might not be able to say exactly what it is, but they know, hey, something's going on with this guy. We need to, we, we need to pay attention to this because something's different than it was before. And you, know, you need to be a man. You need to talk to her about the hard stuff and lead her. That's so essential. And, and you might lead her <laughs> down some pretty rough paths. I mean, I've been flipping homes, live in flips with my wife to pay off our student or her, her and my, you know, student debts. And we lived in a beautiful home. Our first home was beautiful. It was comfortable. It was everything you could ever want. Plenty of room for kids, a fence in the backyard. Yeah, white picket fence. It was gated, but still <laughs> we're not that fancy. <laughs> and, but it, it had a, it had a trellis with, uh, with vines growing on it at the front. It was pretty. But, you know, we I moved her from that to where one day I was, I knew we needed to make a change. I knew something had to happen to get us out of that debt. Mm -hmm. so, so you got drunk and went on Craigslist. I, I did. I, <laughs> I was drinking and I was on Craigslist. And I was like, we should go look at a flip house I found on Craigslist. And she's like, that's a, okay. And so we got in the car and I'm like, let's go look at it. <laughs> and we looked at it and it was terrible. And then we went and looked at another one and it wasn't quite as terrible, but it was, it was deemed uninhabitable by the bank. And we had to get a really weird loan to actually purchase the house. And the only thing that worked, I'm not making this up, was the old stove. And that didn't work that great. And the lights worked once we replaced the breaker box and a bunch of wiring. And the toilets worked once we replaced a bunch of plumbing and the toilets. But it, it all had to start with, we need a change. I want us to grow. We are in a pit, and I'm going to get us out of this pit. And 10 years later, we're out of it. You know, we've had to do three live-in flips, but it's worked out. We've grown. We learned a lot about ourselves, about material things and processes and ideas. And, you know, it, it's been a great journey. But like I said at the beginning, it, it, there's highs, there's lows. Someone almost dies, many near misses, and someone will say, what just happened? Like, it's, that's that's the journey, you know? It's 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 almost unbelievable to, to recap the journey and how well it's worked out, but... It came with a lot of staying up till 3 a.m. tiling floors. It came with a lot of hard conversation that led to tears, you know, and, and arguments that lasted for days. But, but we're still here, you know. I still got that spark. I'm still pushing. I'm still trying. And my dreams just got bigger and better than I ever thought they could be, you know. Like I said, it's, it, I, I couldn't believe my dreams could be this big. But now I'm like, okay, I want this, 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 and this. And what seemed unattainable when we first got married is now my plans that I'm pretty confident I can execute. Mm. So you would you consider yourself a beta male? I don't think I'm a beta male. My wife doesn't either. You don't sound very confident in that. Oh, do, do I need to grunt more or No. Oh. <laughs> I just I just I guess I don't have to emphasize I'm a I'm an alpha. I ain't a beta. Like I don't have to I'm so confident in it. I guess I just don't need to defend myself. You're so confident in it. You don't have to be confident in it. I just, I'm, I'm not a beta male. I don't think I am. I think no. I'm an alpha. 
No, you are an alpha. Okay. You're an alpha. You're an alpha. <laughs> See, I just, I don't worry about it. That's how confident I am in myself. You know, that's, it's, it's, it's not, and it's not the fact that you are like, oh, you, you, your, your wife just submits to you and, and then people just cow, you know, uh, tiptoe around you and they're afraid of you. It's your confidence. You said it, the spark, the dream. You are chasing after what God has called you to do and you're not afraid to do it. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, that's, you're, you're, you're going after that. You're going after that experience of, I'm, I know what I'm here for and I'm pursuing what I'm supposed to be doing. If you want to be part of it, good. If you don't, please get out of my way. Pretty much. That's, so. that's the way it goes. So with that being said, you want to close it out? Yeah. We want to thank all y'all for listening to a Mexican redneck father of the world. We love you and we're proud of you.